friends, Camila here at Introverted Improvisers with a quick class blast catering to drama before sharing a lovely and easy dramatic improv warm-up that will only help heighten your audience's emotional experience, even if that means making the funny land even harder. For a class blast, I am partnering again with Unscripted in Nashville, teaching six weeks of online drop-ins starting July 12th from 5 to 6.30 p.m. PST on poetic language and surreal storytelling, my favorite. These technique-targeted workshops introduce something new each session, geared towards helping you stretch your voice, lyricism, and detail of any creative art form you do, whether that's creative writing and poetry, songwriting, scripting meditations, improvising monologue, or music, or Shakespeare, like me. Have I mentioned our sister podcasts, Roundabout Shakespeare, or Liminal Passengers? (laughs) Yes, I have. These workshops are flexible in attendance and incredibly reasonably priced, so please come join. I'd love to hear your voice, and in the meantime, just check out unscriptedimprov.org. Their outreach to underrepresented groups is fabulous, the team is joyful and supportive, and even if you just want a quick Zoomprov lunch break, they hold those on Wednesdays for free, 12 p.m. Central, no matter your experience. Coming up on July 21st is a one-day online audio workshop from 11 to 1.30 PST on side-coached scene work with our very own Maggie of II, co-teaching at Stephen Davidson's Impromiscuous Theater. Maggie is one of II's most flexible and brilliant core performers, being an actor, voice artist, storyteller, comedian, improviser extraordinaire with a beautiful British accent. Maggie's voice, often the phone voice, which I wouldn't have any other way, is frequently featured here and a core member of, did I mention our surreal improv podcast, Liminal Passengers? It is a treat to hear the way Maggie sculpts our voices and scene work with very different approaches, so I am certainly not missing participating in that class, especially if it means connecting with new voices like yours, so I hope to hear you there. Lately, player interests have been leaning towards experimental and drama. Well, I'm super happy to share some in-person and online dramatic improv opportunities with Theater Momentum, the only theater fully dedicated to dramatic improvisation. 30-year improv veteran Tony Releg is the artistic director and head instructor and teaches from a physically grounded, psychological, and neurological approach. Visit theatermomentum.com to stay connected on events, classes, discounts, and if you want drama, you don't want to miss these opportunities. And speaking of which, courses in person and online are available as we speak, can be taken in any order, and use the code INTROVERTED to get 30% off any class. So for Theater Momentum, if you're looking for in-person in Chicago, there's a weekend-long intensive running this weekend. July 9th through 10th, 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. It covers three whole class levels and one show structure, so if you can, get in there last minute. Starting on July 31st, if you need a little more time, you can go in person Sundays 1 to 4 Central and join Realistic Characters and Relationships. This will focus on developing rich, three-dimensional characters with multiple facets, and personal experience and other sources help students develop characters with depth, 
dimension, and history to craft dynamic relationships without getting lost in all that plotting. If you are not local, you can join Theater Momentum online. Improv and Physics just started on the 7th, but you can technically still join. And it's Thursdays, 6.15 to 9.15 p.m. Central. This is on camera on Zoom and teaches the basics of strong object work and the whys and wherefores of using environment to connect deeply to your scene, your partner, and your emotions. If you need a little more notice for anything online, join Improv as Writing on August 20th, 12 to 3 Central, and that course will focus on treating improvised scenes like they were fully scripted. You'll have tools that focus on compelling language, storytelling, planting seeds, themes, and subtext. And hey, that totally sounds like my kind of class. And with that, here's a warm-up and some sample clips to share that will bump up commitment in your voice that helps land the line, whether that caters to drama or humor. Our last compilation of voices was of fun, free, loose warm-ups, no judgment. This one is highly structured, who's got the button, and it asks for listening, patience, pause, and results in beauty. Something that becomes incredibly clear in audio to me is the fear of not ending on that high note that is clever or humorous, and sometimes people keep talking to try to find it. But know that editing a scene on a simple statement delivered with commitment can evoke satisfying emotion on either end of the emotional spectrum. I continue to challenge improvisers to play in drama or insert it because, as we know in music or any lyrical writing or listening, ear breaks are beautiful. They reset the brain. I compare this to the variety of a buffet that keeps people coming back for more palate cleansing and then stimulation, or that combination of butter and caramel popcorn, which I happen to go through an entire tin of on Christmas Day, which is my yearly ritual. We need the drama and the silence to reset our emotion so we're ready to hit the high of funny again. Constant comedy can lose meaning if we're just hitting that one note all the time, and for the sensitive types like me, it can actually be an assault on our ears. One pace or sound or vibe for too long is actually really mentally taxing. I mean, you've been to a college lecture, right? And there's a reason high-energy comedy shows like Seinfeld, Friends, The American Office are 22 minutes. On the macro level, short and sweet or single flavor for less amount of time is intense pleasure. And when we cut it short, then we come back wanting more. What you hear, whether in music, poetry, or improv, is no different. An ear and a mood break is sweet, sweet relief. So this button exercise gives any improviser the confidence to just end the goddamn scene with no pressure to make it clever, witty, or say something genius. All lines are worthy of blackout. It's just how you say them. So this who's got the button warm-up asks improvisers to deliver alternating, concise, single bricks line by line in a two-person scene. These single bricks mean there's just one idea or sentence each. That way, the scene can truly be built together. They're going to pretend the scene will go on forever, so don't go trying to find that clever line. And then at a certain time, I call button. The next person to speak has to say exactly what they were going to say right away, but just say it with meaning, space, no ums and uhs, and make it land. 
then we all hold, let it hang, and admire. I usually call buttons somewhere in the 60 to 75 second range, just as the scene is gathering momentum or getting pretty good. And the reason for the inconvenient place of calling button is to show, again, that any line is worth landing and every line holds meaning. In the resonance of the silence, we all hear the power of our words. So this is an especially good practice for those improvisers who doubt the things they say or never feel clever enough, or teams that lean towards always hitting and ending on high notes. I mean, maybe not all your players feel that that is in their wheelhouse. There's always this bit of friendly competition, like who gets the blackout line tonight in improv? And generally, I think that's based on what's the funniest or cleverest thing someone can say. And so people are trying to find it at the end of the scene or the end of the night. Let's support the teammates who don't often get the edit line or the blackout line by proving to everyone that drama will also land and commitment can actually just be really fucking clever or funny. Eliminate the pressure of thinking of the best words by committing to the best delivery of the words. I promise you the audience will fill in the gaps. I mean, how do you think politicians get on? (laughs) Ooh, burn. Mm, so, big gulp there. Before I digress further, here are examples of beautiful button warm-ups. The funny thing is, as we were chasing sincerity, whether that meant personally playing more dramatic or not judging the strange places our brains went, our earnesty and looseness wound up being comedic without having to chase it. So those last simple buttons hit so hard. Take a listen. I'm going to call, remember, don't look for the game or the arc or whatever. Just be in the scene. Dumb as all get out. I don't care. Suggestion is microwave. I don't care who starts. I don't want to stay home by myself anymore. But you have all the tools necessary to do it. I want to be out in the world, Dad. I want to be getting a job. I want to be taking a class, something. Sweetheart, you don't need a job or a class when you have microwave. (sighs) Microwave is limiting. I want a stove, Dad. Don't you say that. Don't you say that about microwave. (sighs) Do you know what microwave has done for this family? It allows us to eat baked potatoes in seven minutes. Exactly. And no cooking or cleanup. I want things to be complicated in my life. You know, every every father dreads this day when his child outgrows the microwave. I'm ready for the stove. Well... The Amish have the rumspringa, and we have stove. Button Sid. I'll get the potholders. <laughs> nice. <laughs> bottle. Okay, this is the last note in the bottle that we have. I wish it didn't say... Where's the cheeseburger? We've opened up a thousand of these. 
when when is it going to make any sense? Look, this one says, welcome. Welcome. I've been trying to string these together all day. The sun is blazing. It's a paragraph that goes nowhere. Look, I, from what I can at least make from what we have so far is that there is a place called welcome that this person wants us to go to and find some sort of diamond, not actual diamond, but diamond-esque thing. I don't understand how the Chihuahua plays into it. <laughs> I think that has something to do with the burger, but I'm <laughs> I'm kind of worried about that one. And sometimes Button, I wonder, Camila, is our delirium just causing this? <laughs> cool, fun. The suggestion is kaleidoscope. Mm. I finally see things from your point of view. I, I look at all these people at her funeral. Nobody likes her apart from you. Wow. And I only had to be told a story from all of them. 60 people had to tell me a story about how much my mom was a bitch. (laughs) Why did it take me so long? I think... (laughs) Because when you described her as educated and complicated, other people just said multiple personality and two-faced. I thought those qualities were admirable. (laughs) In a hermit. Yeah. School teacher at elementary school. Bad dog attitude. Wow. This changes my perspective on my entire life. Button Maggie. You'll get over it. She left you a fuck ton of money. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. I do wish to be told what to do in all aspects of life. Then thou hast come to the right place, good knight, for the king here is very much into micromanagement indeed, and as his right-hand man, I micromanage myself. Yay, I do hope to be a puppet uh, with strings that I need not think about. I know thou must think that that be a strange way to speak of strings and such, but we take that not as a metaphor, but literally as true. So behind thee, see the strings that should be attached to thy body in every way. The strings forged of steel and linked together? Yea, from the smith those strings come, imbued with the strongest metals. Some would call them not strings, but chains indeed. They be not controlled by hands, but attached to greasy dungeon walls. And into those walls those chains go far and far, all the way up to the bedroom of the king, 
where he doth simply play, knowing not what the chains do in any way. Blackout. Well, then chain me up and let me do his bidding. Yes! Nice. <laughs> so, so Tokyo on this map, right? Uh, I, I mean, I think it goes on every map of Japan. Do they change the way Japan looks on other maps? I just, there's no Tokyo here. So I'm just, I mean, I, I, I wanted to bring that to, to everyone's attention. And I just, like, it hasn't just disappeared. I'm fairly sure, right? You know, I am, I am not sure. I, I was confused about the situation. I thought you were... Uh, um, what's the word? Um, doing that thing where you were happy that the, oh, uh, celebrating the fact there was no Tokyo on the map. You're upset that there's no Tokyo on the map. Well, mixed feelings, really, but I'm I'm fairly sure that we're going to need to do what we did when Hawaii uh, fell off the map, and that's take a trip to see if it's actually there or not. I mean, that's outrageous, Lenny. It might be transparent, but do you really think it's outrageous? I mean, it's outrageous. You, you know Tokyo exists con- conceptually or whatever. Why do you need to see it on a map to know it's, it's really there? All right, all right. I admit it. I admit it. I erased Tokyo. I did it. I just... I really wanted to go there. Oh, you could have just... You're so afraid of me. That you couldn't have just said, hey, I really want to go to Tokyo? I, I don't like confrontation. Oh, my God. Uh, is Look, it, I, I have my little Godzilla plushie all ready to go. Well, this is the whole thing. We just had a conversation, totally useless, where you could have just said, hey, I want to take mini Godzilla to Tokyo. Godzilla's looking at you with its little beady eyes. Take me to Tokyo. Take me to Tokyo. I mean, I already said okay. What I was was pointing out was that the way you did it was absurd. But it worked. In a roundabout fashion. Last line. Just eliminate the middleman next time. I should have said the middle map. Oh, well. (laughs) Uh, One more. You thinking what I'm thinking? Yeah, cigarette would be nice. It would be really nice to smoke one on your last line. But, you know, I've only got one lung, so not today. (laughs) So what'd you think? I hope you enjoyed listening to this exercise, Who's Got the Button? And don't forget about those fabulous class offerings coming up. If you have any questions, contact me at introvertedimprovisers at gmail.com. And please do listen, like, and subscribe. 
However you'd like to reach out, please do, because I'd love to hear your voice, and I've totally got your back.